O people, served by great bliss beyond what Paramahamsas can desire. O people, to whom loving devotees and the goddess of fortune's husband pray for mercy, please look, look with kindness on this poor person, come to you for shelter. Tell him, who is the king of this place? Where is his palace? By what path does one go to him? O fortunate ones, please be kind to me, who with plaintive words asks. O saintly ones, please give me a sign in answer. Sanatana Goswami explains that they did not answer Gopakumar's questions. He thinks that they may be observing a vow of silence, so he asks them with a gesture of their hands that they somehow answer his questions. Please hear my troubled words. You must be overcome with love for that charming person. Again and again with plaintive words, asking everyone I saw, I went to the different places in Brudge, moving my eyes in all directions, far away. I saw a palace filled with great sweetness. From that location, I heard the beautiful singing of gopis and the sounds of them turning yogurt and the tinkling of their ornaments. Suppressing the bliss I felt in my heart, I approached an elderly man who was emotionally singing, Krishna, Krishna, and crying. I carefully listened to the broken words he spoke simply by hearing the words. This is the palace of Krishna's father, the Gopa King Nanda. I fainted, overcome with happiness. In a moment, brought to consciousness by that kind elderly man, I ran ahead and came to the palace gate. There I saw millions and millions of wonders never seen, heard of, or even imagined by anyone. I could not understand whether all the people were filled with bliss or overcome with sorrow. When I heard the gopis' songs, I did not know whether they cried in the greatest happiness or the greatest sorrow. As I looked at this place, which I had ascended higher and higher to reach, I thought, I am in the material world. Then I understood, no. I am above the material and spiritual worlds. Sanatana Goswami explains that the word loka here means the 14 material worlds. And the words aloka and atiloka mean what is beyond the 14 material worlds. An elderly lady came forward. I bowed down before her and with sweet words asked, Where does the son of Nanda enjoy his pastimes today? Sanatana Goswami reminds us that this conversation was at the entrance to Nanda's palace. The elderly lady said, He who gives life to us people of Braj in the morning went to the forest with his cows, friends, and elder brother to enjoy pastimes. Now in the evening he will return. Their eyes fixed on the path. All the people of Braj now stand on the Amuna's shore. Even the trees, eager to see him, stretch their leaves and branches high. He will come by this path. 
Sri Gopal Kumar said, It was as if I were suddenly bathed with great streams of nectar. With a single glance, I saw the path she showed. I was stunned with bliss. My legs could no longer move. With a great effort from far away, I could hear the sound of cows mooing and a playful sweet flute melody filled with many charming waves of sound that enchanted the people of Brudge, made the trees shed tears that were a great flood of nectar, made the people of Brudge shed streams of tears from their eyes, made milk flow from the breasts of the elderly mothers, and made the swiftly moving Jamuna become motionless. Whether this flute flows with a poison or nectar, I do not know. Whether this sound is harder than a thunderbolt or softer than nectar, I do not know. Whether it is hotter than fire or cooler than the moon, I do not know. Because of it, everyone in Brudge has become mad. Now they have fainted unconscious. Then I saw some of the women of Brudge coming from the palace, carrying in their hands articles for offering Artik. Others carried on their heads ornaments and delicious foods. Sanatan Goswami explains that in their hands they carried lamps and other things, and on their heads they carried garlands, ointments, fresh butter, sweet rice, and other things. As they hastily and confusedly ran in the direction of the cow's mooing and the flute's music, some of the women stumbled and fell. Some had put their ornaments in the wrong places. Some had forgotten to tie their belts and hair. Others, stunned like trees, stayed in their homes, and some fainted and fell to the ground. Their faces wet with tears, some fainted and were being carried by their friends. Others, overcome with love, came there and said to their friends, Look, it is he! Continually singing his names and pastimes, decorated with wonderful beauty and colorful garments, and their good fortune robbing goddess Lakshmi of her pride in being fortunate, they ran to the Jamuna's shore, as if pulled by someone, I ran behind. Then, from far away, I saw him. His hand was glorious with the sweet flute. He quickly ran from his friends and cows, saying, O Sridam, now I have found my friend Sarupa, who is a brilliant sun shining on the lotus flower of your family, and gracefully continued walking. He was decorated with forest ornaments, a moving kadamba garland, and a peacock feather turban. His fragrance filled the directions. His blossoming lotus face was handsome with a playful smile. His lotus eyes glistened with merciful glances. His only real ornament was his own wonderful handsomeness. The fingers on his lotus hand pushed back the moving locks of his hair decorated with dust raised by the cows. To beautify the surface of the earth, he touched it with his soft lotus feet as he danced gracefully. 
splendid with the sweetness of youth, his handsomeness made all directions glorious. The ocean of his many glories charmed the hearts of his eternal dear friends there. Controlled by the love of his helpless devotees, he ran to me. I fainted with love by seeing him. He embraced my neck and then suddenly fell to the ground. In a moment, I became conscious. I carefully freed my neck from his embrace. I saw him fallen to the ground, unconscious, covered with dust and muddying the path. Sanatana Goswami explains that the Lord was muddying the ground with streams of tears. The gopis came there and said, Who has come here? What has he done to the goal of our lives? Alas, now we people of Vraj are all dead. Crying and lamenting in many ways and saying, Perhaps he is a servant of the magician Kamsa. They gathered around Krishna. The gopas quickly came. Seeing the situation, they cried pitifully. Hearing the sound of the crying, the people of Braj, Nanda and the gopa men, Yasoda, who dearly loved her son, the other women, and the maidservants, fainting and stumbling as they came, they all ran there crying out, Alas! Alas! Then the cows bulls, calves, black deer, and other animals all came there and, seeing what had happened to Krishna, cried in agony. Gently making sounds of love, their faces bathed with tears, approaching him again and again, and smelling his body, they licked him again and again. Crying as they flew in the sky above, many grieving birds made a great sound, their hearts filled with pain, the unmoving trees and plants suddenly became withered and dry. How can I say it in words? All moving and unmoving beings became as if they were dead. Tormented, drowning in an ocean of sorrow, confused about what I had done, placing my head at his feet and crying, I lamented again and again. Handsome Balaram whose fair complexion was decorated with blue garments, who was dressed and decorated as his younger brother was, and who was only slightly older than he, with great fear quickly came from far away. Balaram, the leader of the wise, cried at first, but then he became peaceful at heart. He looked about. He took my arms and carefully placed them around the neck of his younger brother. Sanatana Goswami explains that Lord Balaram looked about to find the cause of his brother's fainting. He made my hand stroke Krishna's handsome limbs. He made me call out to him with wonderfully sweet words. He made me lift him from the ground. At once he opened the charming lotus eyes that had been sealed by streams of tears. Seeing me, he happily embraced and kissed me but then, looking around, he became embarrassed. Having attained me, a friend more dear than life, he had not seen for a long time, taking my hand in his left lotus hand, asking me wonderful questions, bringing happiness to all the people of Brudge, 
and walking as gracefully as an elephant, the handsome lord entered the village of Braj. Sanatana Goswami gives, O dear friend, are you well? Are you happy? As an example of Krishna's questions. Unhappy in his absence, unable to go anywhere without him, and hoping to see the Lord in the morning, the forest deer passed the entire night at the entrance to Brudge Village. Again and again, flying over Brudge, the birds gazed at Krishna, unable to see him at night, weeping and crying out, they left. At the insistence of Nanda, who was full of love for his sons, the two brothers did not stay to talk to the cows after they were milked, but went directly home. Sanatana Goswami explains that Nanda said, Son, you must be tired from wandering in the forest. Go home with your elder brother. Bathe and perform your other duties. I will stay and talk to the cows. Don't delay. Your mother is lamenting. She will rebuke me. Please honor this promise I made to her. Go home at once.